Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. It is another beautiful Northwest Sunday morning. Yeah, it is. Sadly, we can't go out and do anything. What? What's wrong? Nothing. Just can't hear myself in uh, the headphones. So. Oh. Did you turn the volume up then? Uh, it's it's yeah, it's absolutely up. Okay, and for whatever reason, it's not working. So, well, you're on the air, so that's that's what's important. I'll take it. Sadly, we can't do anything outside in this beautiful weather. Really, you could walk. I've been doing a lot of that and running. Been running every day. Beyond that, I can look out a window and see how beautiful it is. <laughs> I keep the window shut now. Oh, you don't even want to see outside? No, it's, it's like a tease. Like, for what? Like, well, I can't go out there and do anything. But you're not going to be depressed if you look out at the beautiful weather. It's even more depressing to look out there at the beautiful weather. You need your vitamin D, Rashad. Seriously, no, listen. When you see this weather, it makes me want to do so many warm things. I want to barbecue and call all my friends over. I want to go to a river. I want to go can, fishing. You can I still barbecue. do so many different things. Yeah, you can still barbecue. You're allowed to go barbecue, into your backyard and grill. Barbecue is just not as fun when people aren't there. How it's about like good food, a Zoom like barbecue? You, the whole extra stuff, like you can't do it, and it kind of it kind of sucks. A Zoom barbecue where you and all your buddies are all grilling at the same time via video conference. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't oh. even hear Joe because my headphones don't oh. work, so I have no idea. What We're gonna have said. to fix I'm sure it. Was yeah, insightful, we'll, though. we'll fix that. He said, uh, "How about a Zoom barbecue?" Is what he said. No, we're all of you barbecue at listen, the same time. Don't anybody else call me on Zoom or unless it's for business or whatever. I'm so sick of having Zoom meetings. I want to see real people. Like some, just come stand outside my spot and just you know stay in your car. We'll stay six feet away from each other. Let's let's talk like that. Like this whole Zoom thing. Like it's cool. I'm over meeting. Well virtually i used zoom for the first time yesterday uh i was supposed to not be here today i was supposed to be back in the dirty jersey dirty jurors for passover the uh, jewish holiday and uh, i waited until as last second as i could to commit or not commit onto what i was doing but 
Um, I decided not to go, obviously, because it would be the safer decision not to go. And uh, we did a Zoom Passover Seder yesterday. So the the Seder is the dinner that you have when you're celebrating Passover. And um, we we all printed out the, the Haggadah, which is the book that you read. And we all went on to Zoom on our phones. And it was very strange because it's all on like a slight delay. Because everything you hear is all in a slight delay. And we're trying to like read the book together. And it's just, uh, it was just very strange. It was a very strange experience because yeah. nobody, it was just like, you would say the word and then you'd hear it four other times because it was yeah. all in a slight And a delay. lot of times, and correct me if wrong, some of it is like call response type things. Like well, yeah, I mean, where, like you're saying prayers yeah. together and, and stuff if like that. And if 13 people are saying it at 13 different times because they're, they're all buffering at the same time. It becomes it, overwhelming. It makes it a little, makes it a little awkward. And then you have to have everybody put something on mute for a little bit and every so it's it's cool. Like I love this is I want people to understand this, and this is important. This is the new normal. The things that we're doing now for uh as far as meeting for business through Zoom and hangouts or however you're doing, this is the way people are going to do business and do some of those things for from now on. So it's important to get used to it. That being said, I'm tired of I have literally a Zoom meeting every every 40 minutes mm. or something like that. Like it's 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 Is everyone little... happy to see your smiling face? No, cuz I put I turn my camera off oh. because it's not cool to be in a Zoom meeting in your underwear. Well, <laughs> you but know? you're you're not showing your underwear in the camera, I hope. I said what I said. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not okay. You just got like be... this weird down-facing no, camera that's looking part. down I'm, at your crotch. I'm, I'm typically depending on the meeting. And hey, everybody! And depending on the meeting and the seriousness of it, like the tone, I'm probably playing, playing Madden or something like that during the meeting. Mm. So that's why the camera is off. Gotcha. I don't want them gotcha. to see me looking at the camera. No, no, or you're not. At the TV. You're not playing Madden. You're watching your son play Madden. Oh no, I'm playing. Mm. It's one of those. Not things. even going to hide it. I'm out there killing too. No, so I mean, like, there, there's a lot of meetings that are, like I said, incredibly important. A um, lot of very information-based and information-driven, so it's important to make sure you catch all that stuff. But then there are some meetings that are just like meetings to meet, just to get together, just to say Hi. what's going on right yeah. now. People During are lonely, meetings, Rashad. It's 2K all day, or Madden all day. I'm just saying. People are lonely. No, you got to yeah. give them that. No, yeah, it's it's, it's fun. I mean, you're, I'm assuming you're a little bit lonely. Uh, I mean, you got your son, but yes I mean, you're, no, you're quarantined. You know, People just like to pop up over over my mm. house, which is good and bad. You know, some sometimes when you're not really expecting it, like how do you tell somebody who's like, "Hey, man, I'm on quarantine. Don't come through." Yeah, you probably shouldn't be here. Yeah, like I mean, but you know, I'm like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" Like, yeah, come take a seat. Or <laughs> I'll sit all the way over here. Yeah, so I'll make sure we keep a, a nice distance from each other. I'm I, not taking any chances right now. I'm not sure you're noticing if you're noticing it or not. You probably are, but I mean. You're right. We are kind of in where the apex is going to be. And yet everyone seems to be getting more and more lax. I see more Weird, and more people right? out. I do see more masks, but I see more and more people out. I see more and more cars on the road. And uh, we are lucky enough to be sitting right in front of the poop filled with Lamenta, which, by the way, smelled extra poopy today. I don't know if you smelled that walking into the building. It was disgusting. Um, but there's a the Esplanade is right behind us. And every day since we've been doing coronavirus broadcasts, more and more people have been <laughs> walking and running and talking on this esplanade. And it is so strange. Yesterday or two days ago, we had 
a group of three or four people that were standing right outside the window behind us, and they were giving each other some space, but they had taken their masks down, and they were talking, and they were blocking about three-quarters of the pathway. And there were people who were biking by and who were running by, and they were all, like, trying to, like, skirt by the uh, the three or four people who were standing there in a gaggle and talking, and it's like, guys, I know you want to talk. I know you want to... I know you want to be with other people here, but you can't just be doing that in the middle of the walkway. People are trying to be socially responsible here, and you're just like, hey, we're going to take up the whole walkway because we have to spread out for our conversation. So I saw something yesterday that kind of it, it bothered me a little bit. And so I'm driving, and I'm like right around uh, Williams Avenue in like northeast Portland, and um, I see a bunch of people at Dawson's Park, and it's like literally there's there's 50 people out there. And they're they're barbecuing and they're playing dominoes. And oh, I'm they were like, hanging out together. I'm like, fam, like, uh, bro, like I, I totally understand. Like we're bored, and I mentioned the the fact that the weather just makes me depressed right now because I do want to do all those things outside. I want to be doing the exact same things they're doing. Unfortunately, like this thing that's you know kind of claimed a little over uh, a million bodies at this point, man. We got to make sure that we kind of take care of that. Like I'm staying inside for the sake of my family, my son, you know what I'm saying, my well-being and everything. But just some people are just are very, very reckless right now. And it's a lot of the older ones that, I mean, that's that's what I saw. Like yesterday it was, a, it was a park full of older people. Really? Which is, I'm like, I was, that's why I was like, bro, like you're the ones that are, that are quickest to get it. So it was just. At highest risk. It was, it was, it was a little, little strange. And we implore you, like for me, from Lynch, from Joe, like, we're not telling you to stay in your house like hermits. There's still people running and riding their bikes. And man, all those things are still cool. Like, still go ahead and, and do that. Still go on your hike if you can find a place to actually be and do that. Man, all those things are okay. But when you're in big groups like that, just really kicking it, like, that's something that's it's irresponsible. It's way different. And the things like that are what make these quarantines last a lot longer than they need to. So, yo, chill. Well, for myself, at least, like my son and I, will at least go to the cul-de-sac, the end of the cul-de-sac, and throw the football around still. And then there's, at least in my neighborhood, there's no other kids that are playing outside and nobody else comes outside. And so it's like, well, to me, that I mean, we're going right outside the front door. We're the only two out there. I think we're good there. My oh, son you're and certainly I play good there. My yeah. son and I play basketball every day. He has to shoot every single day so we put the rim out front and we just shoot for and do drills for yeah. an hour and that's okay and first of all i mean your family and you live in the same house anyway so you're allowed to be with that person but i mean yeah as long as you're just not inconveniencing other people's space when they need space then great so how does that but work for sitting a in like- a group of 50 people at a park it's silly i mean that's like how it spreads one-on-one every story you see of these people who disregard the you know what's what's the number seven ten people the limit of a gathering, um, somebody gets the virus because of that. So this month is going to be crazy. Just to, to, for today, I'm I'm curious of how many people, with it being Easter, Happy Easter to everyone. Yes, Happy well. Easter, Happy Passover. Um, with, with that said, like I'm curious of how many people are actually going to try to get together with their families. I was talking way to my mom more yesterday. than you think. I talked to my mom yesterday, and she was just telling me that, hey, like we're going to go to Uncle's house. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that, and you shouldn't do that. To be honest, like y'all need to just kind of chill and do your own thing but uh, you know I, I get it it's a group of three and so she's trying to keep it small but yet and still don't do it but i know today with it being easter a lot of people are gonna do that but here's another one that we haven't talked about yet which could be a really big problem actually next the monday after next is 420 
<laughs> oh, goodness. Mm. Actually, this whole month. This whole is month is 420. 420. Yeah. You know, so that's why, you know, weed sales are through the roof. But with next. That's not week, why. Well, no, that's, that's a lot. Of, yeah, that's <laughs> it's, not, people it's, are bored at home. They need something home, to change yeah, no, their brains. Through, through the roof. So all 420 <laughs> has been amazing for, for weed. However, the actual holiday 420 is rolling around. You know how Portland loves its weed. And I still feel like this is going to be one of those times where people are just aren't. And this is going to be a young people thing. This isn't going to be the 50 pluses. This is going to be the 18, you know, 18 pluses that are going to try to do some type of let's do a smoke out. Let's do a smoke session. Don't do a smoke session, weirdos. Stay at home. Smoke alone. You know, be a be a hermit in that in that respect. But don't don't do the whole thing. Don't do that. thing. I maybe it's because it's okay. I'm not going to say maybe it's definitely because I've still been coming to work. For me, this is not hitting me as hard as a lot of other people because I still get to go out and go to work every day. Yeah, you see people. You still get to be social with people, at least even, even through well, the glass. Like, I mean, so. I mean, I see like two people. I see Isaac and Suki every day. That's about it. There's nobody in this building. So, uh, but yes, I do see some people, and my routine has not been completely thrown out the window because of it. Um, so may, that's probably the reason why. But I'm I'm not really having that many issues with this so far. I mean, no kids, so that's helpful, right? You don't have to worry about. Yeah, right. I mean, so both of you have to have to worry about keeping your your sons interested. Do you want one? No, I'm good, thanks. Are you sure? Pretty sure. A couple grand, I'll I'll give you a good I'll, I'll give you a good deal. Yeah, I'll, think, I'll take him a day out of the week. How about that? I think a couple grand's gonna be out the window quickly with a kid. <laughs> that's gonna be wasted <laughs> money in like two weeks. Cover you for a little bit. Um, no, I, as much as I love uh, little Joey the Fourth, I uh, <laughs> I will not take him. Sorry. <laughs> he likes video games. Come on, Mike. I'm, I know he does, but uh, I'll let you continue to slaughter him at video games. <laughs> <laughs> and I will not need that. I'll just play my own games. He still wants to smoke, too. He's asking for a rematch. <laughs> we can get into that. <laughs> we should get into that because what Joe did to his son was um, an interesting choice. An interesting choice. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, just, I, haven't, I haven't been feeling it quite as bad. Maybe it's because I'm kind of introverted sometimes anyway. So I'm just like, oh, I mean, I'm just hanging out at the house anyway. So what's, what's the difference with this? But, uh, no, I understand that because I'm going to work. It's making it a little bit easier. But yeah, just be smart, guys. It's going to be a while. It's going to suck even more as we get to June, July, and it's peak summer months, and you don't have air conditioning, and it's hot in your house. But guess what? You can't go out. You could go sit outside if you'd like. Um, it's going to suck, but then it's going to go away when we get a vaccine, and then everything will be better, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Is that positive enough for you? Fingers crossed. <laughs> There's a lot of questions in there. but Yes. Yay. Okay. Um, well, this is going to be an interesting show because there's not a lot going on, obviously. I do want to start, though. We I read a really interesting article in Sports Illustrated, and it was basically saying that all of this talk of restarting sports in some kind of a safe atmosphere is completely insane. Uh, MLB came out with their plan this last week, which, as a baseball fan, was exciting, but it's also completely insane. And we'll get to that coming up next here on Sort of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 919 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad Joe with you. Text line is 55305. That's how you can interact with us throughout the show. Hater Love, it's going to come up in the second hour. Remember, Joe, you can do non sports things in there now. 
Yeah. There's I'm, not a lot of sports to ask about. I'm so. aware of that now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so we'll get to that in the 10 o'clock hour. But uh, I did want to start here. This came out this week and was not something we talked about last week as far as I remember. Is that the MLB came out with their plan to try to get the sport back by May in Arizona only using Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play, minor league complexes for the Cactus League, as well as other fields. I don't really know what that means. I'm really imagining a goofy high school field being used by a major league uh, major league game, which would be kind of fun, actually, but it would be strange to say the least. And their plan was basically only players, no families, no fans, only staffs, and then they all stay at some hotels and they isolate themselves. Now, as a baseball fan, I went, well, this doesn't sound smart, but I love baseball and I miss baseball. So if we can get baseball in May, yeah, I'll watch this product. Absolutely. But as a human being, I'm sitting here going, there's no way this would work. There are too many moving parts. There are too many places that the players would be going. And can you trust a player to isolate himself only in a hotel room or a stadium setting? No, you probably can't. For four months, that sounds even worse than isolating yourself in a house, right? You're in a small hotel room, that's it. You can't do anything. You can't go hang out with other players. It's a very strict isolation policy and social distancing policy. No, I can't imagine that would work. Not to mention you have the hotel staff. Not to mention you have the medical people uh, at the stadium, all the coaches. You wouldn't be able to use dugouts. I mean, so it's great if you want baseball back, but I just don't see how it's going to work. And I don't see how they got approval from the CDC that this was a good idea because that was their big selling point was we have some federal officials at the CDC backing our idea saying this is a good idea is it well clearly, is it really well clearly they're baseball fans you know the people that are backing that idea and they really want baseball to be back and like they want sports to be back here's the culprit I think a lot of people would be rooting for baseball to happen right now like, you know, whether you're a basketball fan or you're not a baseball fan at all, you're, you love football, uh, you love watching cricket. Like, I think if baseball came out right now, all eyes would be on Major League Baseball. That's number one. Um, but, yeah, you're right, man. It's, it's hard to keep us isolated in our own homes where we have, you know, the luxury of, you know, Internet or our own restroom or whatever. Now, if being in a hotel is cool for like a night, two nights, you know, something like that. Like, usually, like, if you say you go on vacation to the most beautiful place, like, Lynch, I know you've been to, like, Mexico. Where'd you go? Like, somewhere really nice. I went to Turks and Caicos this there year. There you go. He went to Turks and Caicos. Yeah. Beautiful hotel, I assume. You know, yeah, we stayed, nice a, we stayed in, like, a, it was sort of like an Airbnb. It was, they called them villas. They was just like, you know, it was, had a kitchen and stuff. But at a point, I'm sure you were like, okay, can't wait to get back home with this, with this beautiful kitchen and this beautiful room and everything. I'm ready to go back home. Like oh, yeah. I, yeah, I want to get back ready. in my own comfortable bed and my own. So now you're talking about, you know, 162 games a year. So you're talking, uh, my math isn't great, but man, 81 games or 81 times a year. These guys have to be on the road and that in is a great hotel. math, Rashad. I mean, you know, I did OK in math when I was a kid. My mom be like two plus two, I'm like four real fast, you know. So <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think there's some things that you would really have to work out. Maybe a shorter season, which I know you would hate, but. Just in order in order to kind of counteract the the amount of time they'd have to spend in hotels and really away from families and kind of isolate and stuff like that, maybe a shorter season, maybe a hundred games is that bad? Like a hundred games, not 
Is that is that you look at him? You kind of like yeah, no, no, no. It doesn't work. I, I'm I was uh, thinking of the two plus two is four minus one. That's three quick maths. I was thinking <laughs> about that. Um, I mean, look, it's going to be a shorter season. They're not going to be able to get 162 games in at this point, right? We're going to mm-hmm. be. I mean, right now they could because the season would have started two weeks ago. But if they're saying May, then no, you're not going to be able to do that. I, I I think they're trying to get as many games as they can in as possible. But they understand that a full 162 game season is not a viable option at this point. But you're right. I am somebody who's more of the opinion of I'd rather they just cancel the season and wait until next year when we have the vaccine and we can get back to doing things like this Mm -hmm. and just start again in late March, early April next year. I mean, look, it's, it's a weird internal battle that I'm having because I love the base. I love the sport so much. I love baseball so much and I miss it, but I'm also doing okay right now without it. I don't feel like this huge hole in my life. Like I thought I would. So if the safest, smartest thing to do is to just go, Hey, no sports for the rest of 2020. And that includes football too. And I know that mm-hmm. sucks, but yeah. that includes football is just stop anything that would create a mass gathering or even be difficult to contain and just wait until we get an effing vaccine. I know 12 to 18 months is a scary amount of time, right? But we can do that. We can wait, yeah. right? And, and maybe, and I talked about this before, maybe waiting until September when that one Stanford professor said they could have a treatment for it, not a vaccine, but a way to make it better, faster, and less spreadable, then maybe that's a, a time and place that we can start looking more seriously into this. But right now, it just doesn't seem feasible, so... I mean, it's a great idea. I want it to be a thing that works because I, I would obviously watch every game that I could. But no fans, weird rules. It just doesn't, you know, isolation. It just doesn't seem smart. It just doesn't seem smart. No. Would it at least satiate your appetite for live sporting competition, athletic competition? Well, of course. I mean, because they're going to do that horse competition here soon. And while that's not... And that's the thing is, while that is technically athletes competing, it's not with each other next to each other in the same gym, you know, going blow for blow, you know, move for move. So that's what's going to be different about it is that this that's going to be live sports, but not like how we would have with the baseball format where you actually have pitching to a player, you know, how it is. And that's the other thing, social distancing. I do know how it is with a uh, catcher and a batter and mm-hmm. an umpire. I mean, yeah. How would you do that? Like baseball. Is well, the they, were, they were talking about maybe doing an electronic strike zone. Yeah. yeah. Baseball, if you think, really think about it, it's the ultimate social distancing sport. Like, I mean, except what, for 90, home plate, you got it, those three guys. That, those those <laughs> outside of those three guys, like everybody else in baseball is well more than six feet away from each other. That's true. So, Until I the mean, base runner slides into second when yeah, there's a guy in the bag. Yeah, and so and then th- that's the thing you have to work worry about, like. I'm a base runner. Do I just have to stand on the base? Can I lead off now, or do I have to like do I have to instantly lead off because I can't be too close to the to the run, to the first or second baseman? Or you know, there's some things to kind of think about there. Just and as far as the actual playing of the game, like that's gonna really affect how guys would actually be able to play the game because you're worried about if we're if I'm running and Joe's running, we're both trying to catch this pop up, you know, or this this fly ball, like. Do we do one of us say and stop because we can't get too close to each other? Just like like is that what we're gonna do? When we're That's out the there? new call out for mine. Yeah. Six, six, six. Six feet, six feet, six feet. God, I hope not. Yeah, be careful saying six, 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 no, by the six way. Six feet, six feet, six feet. <laughs> 
All right, let's take a break. I do want to get into this SI article too, because it kind of details what would be necessary in order to, and it's using baseball specifically because they were the ones who came out with the idea, but to, in order to get sports to function without fans for a while, it would take a lot, a lot, a lot. And I'm not sure that people would be willing to do that for a long period of time. And there would be issues. That's next. First, Joe sports. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine thirty-three here on your Sunday morning, Mike Rashad, Joe, with you. Is there a theme to the music today, Joe? Uh, that new Lil Uzi Vert album. Oh yeah, great. Yeah. So I mean, it's good beats. Uh, it is, yeah. It's. Uh, <laughs> I've listened to it a couple times. Listen to the new Weekend album, new Childish Gambino album. Oh, but, yeah, that's uh, right. I put that on my Spotify, the Childish Gambino one. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. I put the first song on, and it was very strange. Honestly. And I went, oh, he the, really went crazy on this one, huh? Between those three albums, I would put that one third. It wasn't. Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. I wasn't fan too of... crazy about it. There's a few good songs on it, but, it, I mean, to me, the Weekend's album was better. And uh, the deluxe version of Uzi Vert's album has 32 songs on it. Oh, boy. So you're bound to have a <laughs> that's few, a lot of songs. you're bound to have a few good ones on there. And that's probably why I like it so much is mm. because there's a lot of uh, yeah good beats like that. But I was gardening yesterday for like three hours and uh, listening to that album. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So did you finish it? Probably not in, uh, in those three hours because it was on shuffle with the other ones. So oh, but oh, I was oh, like, I yeah, while I was out there, I was just like, God, there's a lot of Uzi Vert coming up here. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, you looked at it. You're trash. like. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is trash, yes. Thank you, Rashad. Trash. No but, problem. Um, just, just remind, just make sure I remind everyone. The beat was good. That's, it was, most it of was his a beats good, are dope. It was a good bounce back beat. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Is he hey, trash, I, I, I mean, I understand why people would say he's trash. I definitely get it. <laughs> but I disagree. Yes. Uh, so Sports Illustrated had this article come out a couple of days ago, and I was reading through it this morning, and basically it's it's called Bursting the Bubble, Why Sports probably won't happen for a very long time. And I just want to read a couple of paragraphs from it to you and uh, see what kind of uh, response it elicits. Well, it's already elicited a pretty bad response from me. So oh, have you read the article? No, just hearing that headline and just hearing you uh, ah. preface this. I'm already not feeling great. Uh, the idea of a quarantine sports league that can go, that can still go on sounds really good in theory, says Benny, but it's a lot harder to pull off in practice than most people appreciate. Conversations with experts painted a picture of what exactly it would take to make these sports vacuums a reality. Before any of this can begin, every person who would have access to the facilities will need to be isolated separately for two weeks to ensure that no infection could enter. That's players. Coaches, athletic trainers, interpreters, reporters, broadcasters, housekeeping, security personnel. No one can come in or out. Food will have to be delivered. Hotel and stadium employees will have to be paid enough to compensate for their time away from their families. Everyone on site will have to be tested multiple times during the initial period. That brings up the question of testing. At the moment, screening is scarce. It's scarce enough that many healthcare facilities cannot even clear their own employees. Asymptomatic professional athletes are not high on anyone's priority list. Um, 
Testing is not technologically difficult, he says, but there are supply chain issues. Eventually, they're going to run out of those really long Q-tips that you've seen. Have you seen those videos of how the testing is? It, yeah. like, sticks into the back all of your to brain. Your, all to your nose. Ugh. Um, they're going to run out of those, for example, just because they're using so many of them, especially in an instance like this where you have to constantly be testing large amounts of people. You have an issue of that. So just off the bat, those couple of paragraphs, you're going, okay, so they need a 14-day isolation period, not just the players, but all of those people that I listed out there, including people who would be working at the hotel and stadium, would need to have a 14-day isolation period. Also, those people cannot go home to their families. They cannot leave the bubble. So it's not just the players who have to make that commitment. It's the coaches and the trainers and the athletic staff and the hotel workers. They cannot leave the bubble. They cannot do it. Cannot do it. And that's, that's really, I mean, it, I, don't, I don't know if cruel is the right word, but that's a that's going to take a huge toll on a family structure if one person is required to be gone and, for however long this would last. And do we love sports that much to we'd really make these guys like suffer like that? I think some you people know what I'm do. Saying? Like, I mean, we we do, but like seriously, like I mean, do we love basketball or baseball that much to where man? Let's let's make these guys as uncomfortable as possible. Like, do you really get the best product on the field or on the court when you make these guys as uncomfortable? Is it, that's the reason why NBA players and NFL they're taken care of so well because man, you want to get the very best product on the floor that four nights a week if you play in the NBA on the on the field for that how many games how many baseball games teams play a week probably like five or six yeah or up to seven sometimes, sometimes yeah, full some, seven yeah, yeah. and some sometimes double headers. And whatnot, like those things are 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 crazy. So yes, man, you want to make sure these guys are well rested. You want to make sure that they have all the accommodations they need when they're in their hotels. If they have their family with them, make sure their son or daughter or wife is taken care. Of. Like if that can't happen, and you're really again trying to make put all these guys into like this, you know, these little rooms and say, man, just stay here, don't move, and do that's not gonna work. Yeah, the, I mean, just just being honest, you have I've, I can imagine a lot of players being like, yeah, I'm not doing. I, I'm sorry. I, I asked last uh, segment if that satiated your appetite for that. That's not going to make the players very happy, and that's not going to make them convinced with their own lives. I mean, for it to play, they might be like, yeah, I'm down to play. It's like, okay, what are the circumstances? Well, you got to leave your family behind, and uh, you're going to have to live in a hotel. You can't go anywhere. We'll provide you food and stuff. We'll have uh, catering or whatever that they have set up, you know, and it, we'll have it all there for you. But, yeah, no, your way of life is just living in this hotel and coming and playing games and going back and forth and uh, can't hang out with anyone, got to still be spaces for and, like, um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a big no for me. I'm going to stay in my million dollar mansion with my wife and kids. And I think I'm just going to wait this one out. We continue. Yes. All right. So the 14 day period is over and everyone has tested negative at least twice. Now they're allowed to begin spending time around one another, but not too much time. If one person gets it, he or she will begin spreading it immediately. So everyone will have to continue practicing social distancing. That probably means using a new ball for each play. It probably means seating players in the stands rather than on benches or in the dugouts. It certainly means banning high fives. All personnel must continue to be tested daily. We will be unlikely to have enough rapid testing by then. So they will probably have to settle for the test that takes several hours to produce results. That means the testing will probably run a day behind. Any major sporting event hires ambulances stocked with EMTs to idle outside in case of injury. If a player needs treatment by outside medical personnel, even just for a sprained ankle, he or she has left the secure area and will need to isolate again for 14 days. <laughs> Yeah. And, of course, medical resources need to be abundant enough that the society can afford to have ambulances and EMTs on call for games 
plus doctors and nurses clad in uh, currently scarce protective equipment who can tend to sports injuries. Minor leagues cannot afford to play in empty stadiums, so you need a to ta- you need a taxi squad of players practicing in isolation in case someone gets hurt. And because players recognize that a championship won under these circumstances will be seen as tainted, expect them to be less likely to play through injury. All these little details just keep popping up with this idea. And you know what? Executives, oh, I didn't think about that. Right. A new ball for every play. That seems oh. ridiculous, does it? Oh. Yeah. In baseball, guys like spit on their hands and use pine tar and <laughs> sticky substances all the time. Mm-hmm. And you think that you're going to break them of these habits just because they've been isolated? No. No, of course not. No. And, again, you're, you're talking about the way the game is played. And I think that's the, the most important thing. Like, the fact that you're taking away just something as simple as, man, being able to acknowledge a teammate for doing something great. And yeah, no know, like, high fives. No, no high fives. And no, like, and we already saw a lot of times, and you look back to, you know, somebody like, uh, you, you know, Giambi, and they did the little – What's the little elbow? Or the, the yeah, where they hit yeah. the forearms. So, yeah. so we know guys do that already, kind of trying to avoid, you know, hands. But still, now it just kind of creates something different. And then, you know, this is also an, a game where guys are eating sunflower seeds. And, you know, and guys are doing doing dips. But, yeah, it's, it's illegal now. But, I mean, come on, let's just be honest, you know. So it's just it's one of those things like baseball, probably just as much as football is, you know, I mean, obviously not as physical, but. Uh, really hands-on as far as the game and all the other stuff and, you know, needing your 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 hands. And uh, just think, if they said this, they were going to play football and they need a new ball for every play, word, mm-hmm. you know, throw in a new football every single play. Run play, new, go get a new ball. Pass play, new ball. Kick off, new, like, come on, man. That's that's excessive. So for as many, I'm not sure, you know much better than I, Lynch, how many pitches on average are thrown in a baseball game? On average? On average. I don't know, on average, probably what, like, 300 combined yeah 300 400 in a game yeah 300 400 yeah so that's that's a that's a lot of I mean, balls not... we got somebody said you know uh, they could they would just clean the balls yeah they they would just clean the balls and everything but what what does that process look like and how many balls do you have to have i'm assuming for... they, they bring it back into the dugout and there's some sort of machine that you sanitize yeah. so it and you be... ro- rotate it back in yeah i just feel like that's a lot of it's just a small detail that's yeah, all i feel like it's just a lot of extra moving parts for a, a sport that's already you know has a lot going on a couple more things to wrap this up after each game everyone will need to be transported back to the hotel if the nba plays in vegas as as has been proposed Uh, They might just be able to walk from the court to their rooms. But in the MLB, they'd be playing at spring training sites and at other places. They would have to take buses. And guess what? They would have to hire bus drivers who will, of course, have to be isolated as well. Once they get back to the rooms, every person involved will have to follow rules. You cannot take your kids to the park. You can't run to the grocery store. You can't invite your Bumble match to your room. These are humans, so the leagues would uh, surely require insurance. No, they did not put that in the article. They did. The Bumble match can't come to your room. They did put that in the article. I think they needed to worry about things worse than a Bumble match. Well, I mean, think about it, though. A baseball player isolated, What's what are you doing? No, you're, you're on the dating app. That's what I'm saying. Not <laughs> not so much a dating app. I'm talking about other things worse than uh, a hookup on Bumble. Mm. Well, true. Touche. <laughs> I think that was probably the tame version that they were going exactly. to put on there. Um you know, if your wife gives birth or your father dies of cancer and you want to be there, that's another 14-day reentry period. Um, and then it goes on to say, so if literally everything is followed, this could work. But there are a million ways the Jenga stack could follow. What if the person delivering groceries to the biodome walks by someone who coughs on the lettuce and a week later a player tests positive? Is there an option other than shutting down the whole operation for 14 days? No, there's not. So in this weird new world that we're living in, 
this sounds great in theory, but how many times could one small little, I like the, the Jenga comparison, one small Jenga piece be pulled out that would topple the whole thing? There are so many things that could pull the Jenga piece out. And I, I, I feel like I've been trumpeting this for the last couple of weeks, but people are so hopeful for football in, in September. And I'm sitting here going, they're lucky right now because they've, they've got time. They don't need to worry about the end of their season or the beginning of their season, not for a couple months. But why on earth would we play NFL football in September without a vaccine? Why would we do that? Why? No, we wouldn't. I would hope they wouldn't. Because what happened in Italy started the outbreak in Italy and Spain when they played the Champions League game um, in Milan. It was 40,000 people watching Atalanta against Valencia, and the region in Milan is the hotspot in Italy, and Valencia became a hotspot in Spain because people traveled to see the game. Why on earth, without a vaccine, would you risk that again? You shouldn't. You shouldn't. And you know, we and, it, and a vaccine's not going to come until next year. Yeah, and so we would hope, like, especially until they at least start talking about being close to having a vaccine. Man, I don't even think they should be talking about this. Yeah, just I mean, I, I understand why they are because you want to make sure you're prepared. But the truth is, none of us know how long this thing is going to last. I mean, let's just let's just go ahead and be honest. I work in education. We were supposed to be out of school until the 28th of March. You know, it's now. April uh, 11th, or excuse me, April 12th, and we still aren't anywhere close to being where we're supposed to be. So maybe they should just figure out what this vaccine is supposed to be, or at least, man, we're close, and we're, we've got this, and a couple more things. Okay, then maybe start planning those things. But I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest, man. I don't, I don't want to be pessimistic about this, but just considering where we are as a, you know, just the, the state of things right now, I don't see a football season starting in September. I don't see baseball starting right now like i said if they do if they do it it's going to be a a shortened season 70 80 games you know somewhere around there so i mean it's a it's a sticky situation more than anything you worry about the 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 safety of the players because you know if if again things start spreading then what's to say they don't say you know we're going to take another hiatus because we've had an influx of 10 to 12 players get sick over okay then that all of a sudden puts baseball football or whatever sport back in a weird spot. So I don't know. I just feel like I understand why we want our sports back. I absolutely want sports back. I'm going crazy without them. I'm going crazy without live TV at this point. Uh, however, man, if you're talking about guys' lives and guys' livelihoods, then, yo, let's let there be a vaccine in place before we start doing all this other stuff. Uh, the We got a texter who says, I work at a hospital. Where are they getting this information in this article from? We clean isolation equipment constantly. They would just clean the balls. The EMTs would gown up, give care to the players, and wash their hands. Hospital workers uh, doesn't, don't do anywhere near all of this stuff. Uh, the information in the article is from infectious disease expert at UW, Carl Bergstrom, as well as an epidemiologist. Uh, I've got to find his name. Uh, from Who wrote his dissertation on injuries in the NFL and now teaches at Emory College. So that's just who was referenced in the in the article who was giving them some of the information. And I mean, yeah, I, I think hospital workers are probably the best at cleaning these things and being safe and doing the right things. But I think the point of the whole EMT thing was that every game there's hospitals ready to go in case there's a serious injury, right? Every game, uh, I, I said hospitals, ambulances ready to go. And um, 
those people would be leaving the biodome, leaving the bubble. And if they're trying to create a bubble where nothing comes in and out, that's where, where more of the concern comes from. Not the, yeah, of course they would, they know how to clean themselves after tr- dealing with a patient and doing all those things, but you're trying to create a bubble. And when there's outside influences happening, then that affects the bubble. I think that's more, it's not about the safe, the safety of, uh, of the workers in that sense. It's just about, you can't let anybody in if you're trying to create this this area where nobody's going to get infected at all. Yeah. All right, we got a break. Coming up next, we'll wrap this up. This is a sort of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Before the uh, the bass came into it, it was actually really creepy sounding. It kind of it, it reminded me of like uh, like a horror movie or horror game, where like there's some weird like distorted videotape rewinding, and like it's like that. Sometimes sounds are really scary, right? Like there's certain things that just sound creepy. Could you imagine like you know when you get a disconnected dial tone? Oh yeah. Could you imagine just like you're in a scary place, you're in a horror movie, you're an actor in the horror movie, um, and that's the noise you hear echoing throughout the home or like a a freaking tornado siren like in Silent Hill, right? Like when the world changes in Silent Hill and it's just creepy siren. Well, when everybody gets the amber alerts on their phone, I think collectively as a society, we all S our pants. Well, it's loud. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, it's like it blows your ears out. I mean, it's across the room. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just creepy sounds, and that, for whatever reason, that reminded me of a really, really creepy sound. To that point, I watched uh, the movie Annihilation the other night with uh, Natalie Portman. Is that the one based on the book? Yeah, the, there's a, there's a, a book ser- series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, they, there's some entity in that, and there's a creepy noise that goes with that. And I was watching it the other night, sitting there like, I don't, I'm not. Sure, I like this too much right now. Especially <laughs> I at, don't like that as, noise. Uh, with the plot of the movie and with what's going on in the real world right now, uh, like basically human, uh, you know, taking out humans essentially, it wasn't the best movie to watch, and the sounds just added to that. And I was like, oh, God, I'm uneasy right now. I'm going to go ahead and, and throw this out there. I think that the audio is what makes scary things scarier. The sounds well, it's, it's not it's not necessarily the creepy creatures. It's not necessarily the environment as much, although the ambiance is important. It's the freaking sounds. What? It's the sounds that the enemy makes. It's the sound that is just, you know, whether it's a movie or whatever, that's part of the the score of the movie, the sounds that they use. I mean, that that is the scariest part. It makes you, at least for me, it makes me the most uneasy. What about the movie A Quiet Place? I never saw a quiet place. You, you could say that because there is sound, any sound that there is in that movie is scary because everything is quiet and there's no talking basically at all. So every time there is sound, it's makes you jump. At least. Whoops. We're shot at no, the mic on the whole thing. I, I agree. Like, you know, usually like those little sounds that, you know, especially those quick sounds, like when you turn around, the, you know, those are things that kind of freak people out during movies and stuff like that. But little jump scares. A, yeah, a little jump scare. So a, a movie like A Quiet Place where everything is like kind of like dead silent at a point and then you hear those little sounds like, oh, 
Should I watch that it's movie? Is that a good movie? It's really good. It's I on, liked it a lot. It's on my Hulu watch list. So is it really scary? Uh, scary. I don't know. Tense. But it's a it's an it's a it's a it's a good movie. Though. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things to watch now. So, <laughs> and uh, I've got a lot of things on the list that I got to get to. All right, let me let me wrap this up before we get too lost in this uh, conversation. I just wanted to read this last paragraph from this article. Um, this is from an epidemiologist again, the guy that I mentioned last segment, who uh, did a dissertation on NFL injuries and uh, works at Emory College now. This is just his quote, because some people still are living by the idea, and I think it's a lot less now, thankfully, but that we should just let the virus take its course. That if you just let it spread, people will build the antibodies for it, and more people will die, obviously. But... Um, that they, they should just do that because we would get back to normal, quote-unquote, faster. Here's the quote. If people just decide to let it burn in most areas and we do lose a couple million people, it probably would be over by the fall. You'd have football. You'd also have two million dead people. And let's talk about that number. We're really bad at dealing with big numbers. That is a Super Bowl blown up by terrorists killing every single person in the building 24 times in six months. That's 9-11 every day for 18 months what freedoms have we given up what wars have we fought what blood have we shed what money have we spent in the interest of stopping one more 9-11 if we let this burn this is 9-11 every day for 18 months so you can't do that obviously i mean you could do that i suppose that is that is an option but then you have two million dead people on your hands well and essentially the other day we did have a 9-11 i think there was two thousand almost two thousand reported deaths in a single day in the u.s so yeah i mean but that how baffling is that number? I, I I think that's a great point. We are terrible at dealing with big numbers, right? We hear million, we hear billion, and it's just a word. And we know that those people are rich or, or that's a very high number. But we just kind of go, oh, okay, yeah. Especially talking about sports contracts, you're like, ah, oh, millions of dollars, right? Mm -hmm. But when you think about the difference between a million and a billion or a hundred million and a billion even, it's absurd, the difference between that and to hear it said that way, that's 9-11 every day for 18 months, not days, months, every single day. That's 2 million people. That should be enough to scare you off from just saying, ah, I'll let the virus take its course. We'll be fine. Yeah. Don't do not do that. And I think it's, you know, really people putting it into into terms like that. You know, when you start thinking about the – just the, the the massive numbers of the people that have you know perished because of of this virus like it's it's crazy like i mean it's it's almost i'll be honest it's almost kind of hard to believe like you know 3 weeks ago you know a little over a month ago we scoffed at it you know there were a lot of people including myself they were like yeah okay coronas coronas is going to do it like made little jokes about it and everything and then you know fast forward and we've lost as many people as you know, we've lost worldwide, and all of a sudden, you've your eyes are open now. It's like, holy crap, man, this is this thing is real. And you know, for me, and I'll, I'll just be honest, man. Like, I'm the I'm the only black host here on the fan, and uh, man, this this virus has man decimated black people, especially in the South, and uh, due to man a lot of my health conditions and diets and you know, all those different things. So, yes, man, this is something I have to talk to my families and talk to students that I work with. It's like this is a very real thing. And the, pe the people that it's affecting, 
are, man, I'll be honest, man, it's, it's a lot of black and brown folks who aren't really taking care of, of themselves and a lot of older people who are at a point where they can't really take care of themselves like that. So, yeah, it's just and a lot of people who don't have the resources or the means to get treated. So it's, it's one of those things like I've, I've, my, my godfather uh, lives in uh, Baton Rouge, has Corona's or, and you talk to him and just listen to him. He's so defeated, but he went to the doctor and they told him, and then it's the flu, go home. And you're like, no, this isn't the flu. I've had the flu before. This isn't that. No, it's the flu. Go home. You know, and this is what's happening because there's just no way to really understand what we're dealing with, you know, all, all the way. So there's not a lot of testing. So and, from and, what we've heard, sometimes the doctors have to make the decision to say, you might have it, but we can't give you a test right now. And you might, it might just be the flu or the cold as well, because they're all based around the same, I think, base virus. Um, yeah. So it's, it's tough because not everybody's getting access like the, the super wealthy are. No, they're not, you know, and so obviously the super wealthy have all the, means in the world to be able to get these things done but then you start going into these smaller uh cities or some of these bigger cities with man huge numbers of african-american and latino um people and yeah man some of them don't have those type of resources to be able to go and get uh these tests like and mind you these tests aren't even available for everyone at this point so if you do have it man you just kind of got to hope and pray that you know whatever facility you go to actually has uh, the testing be able to do it. so it's just the whole or just hope that you have the strong immune system to fight it without getting the test yeah because so, I, I think that's what i've heard here in oregon is that in a lot of cases they just go yeah you probably have it but we don't have a test to give you right now so just go isolate right because they they know the symptoms the doctor they're not stupid they know the symptoms they know they know what it looks like but not every single test is going to be given to somebody who's like a younger healthy person right no you got to save those because there's only so many for those who are in more dire situations yes all right let's break coming up next hour we do have hate it or love it at 10 30 and uh you know other stuff we'll figure it out this is sort of sports sunday on the fan this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.